Hello, welcome to Why Not Me. In life, we face many trials and obstacles, many challenges, and in the thick of it, we can be tempted to think, why me? But every obstacle presents an opportunity and every trial can bring triumph. So I want to encourage you to adapt a mindset of, why not me? When, when in the middle of it, when things are tough, look around and think, why not me? It's, it's happening for a purpose. And then when success is at your doorstep and all you have to do is open it, you may find yourself hesitating, questioning, is this for me? Do I deserve this? And I want to encourage you to adapt a mindset of why not me? Throw the door open wide, shout to the world, why not me? Embrace your success. I'm your coach, Todd Halls. I'm grateful to have you on this journey. Welcome to Why Not Me. Hello, hello. Welcome to Why Not Me, turning trials into triumphs, seeking and embracing success. This is your host, Coach Todd Halls. I am so grateful and excited to be here. I'm grateful for our guest today. Listeners, I'm very, very grateful for you for tuning in, for, for investing your time here. So with that, uh, I, let me introduce our guest today. Uh, he's become a friend of mine, somebody I met uh, some months ago, and we've, we've had an opportunity to connect. And, and so, everybody, I'm going to introduce you to Alberto Altamiranda. Now, Alberto Hello, is, everyone. Hey, thanks for being here. So, Alberto is a teacher. He's a musician. He's a school founder. He's a dad, a husband, a follower of Jesus, and just a really incredible guy. So with that, Alberto, whatever, whatever I may have left out in the introduction, just fill us in a little bit. Tell us a little bit more about you. Sure, man. I'm originally from Colombia, South America, Colombia. I came here to the States and we migrated with my, my family, my mom, my dad, my older sister, and my younger brother in 1982. So I came here when I was eight years old. So I've been about 40 years, about 40 years here now. And um, yeah, man. So I uh, grew up in South, uh, South Florida, Miami, pretty much all of my life. Uh, went to school in Miami, uh, graduated high school in Hialeah, went to Hialeah. Some of the guys in our circle are from Hialeah, too. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, and uh, it was just great. I've been involved in music since uh, I was in middle school. So music has been a great, great, great part of my life. Fantastic. And, uh, you know, graduated. I graduated from uh, University of Miami, went there on a scholarship, full scholarship on music. And I uh, got my degree in uh, undergrad in music education. So that's kind of how my uh, music career, you know, started. And um, just, you know, even throughout high school, I was already playing professionally around town <clears throat> with local salsa bands and stuff like that. So it was pretty, pretty exciting, uh, you know, to be, uh, be able to do that. And um, at around the time I graduated my uh, University of Miami, uh, I kind of met my wife and we're married about a year later in 99. Uh, we're not believers, actually. We met as unbelievers. Uh, but a year after that, when we uh, surrendered our lives to the Lord, it was in the Y2K, actually, summer of Y2K, where that happened. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, a few years into our marriage, we were uh, praying for our family. God blessed us with a uh, uh, few years, though. It took a while. <laughs> But uh, he blessed us, blessed us with three beautiful kids. Uh, we have uh, Genesis, which is it's a common common Latin name, but in, in the uh, uh, here, I guess in the states, not so common. So people are like, wow, you named her after a uh, first book of the Bible. 
but that's really what we did. Why? It was it's the beginning, beginning of our family. Yeah. So we then uh, Genesis. We have our second one, Sabrina, uh, another girl, and our third one. Finally, I got the boy, and uh, his name is Gabriel. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of like a little, <laughs> little nutshell, a little bit about me. And so you know, been married now for about twenty three years, and have a beautiful, beautiful family and a beautiful wife. Fantastic. Thanks. Thanks for filling in the the blanks. So I sure. am not. I am not musically inclined at all. I love music, but, uh, but I'm not. <laughs> so <It's all> right. <laughs> when, when did you realize that you had a passion and um, and some talent for music? Um, well, this started in Colombia, actually. I've uh, always been around. Actually, my, my dad's right in front of me here. just chilling out here with me. <laughs> but it started early on, uh, even being in Colombia, just listening to music. You know, my dad was always playing music in the house. And then my uncle would take me to uh, a lot of like live concerts of these salsa bands and stuff like that. So it started very early on, and just the 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 influence of music, I guess, it was really early on in my life, and the appreciation of it. That's kind of what we had, you know. Uh, every get together, it was like you always had food and music. So music has always been there. <clears throat> but really, when I was in middle school, is where where I. Uh, I, I remember telling my band director uh, that I wanted to be a music teacher. I wanted to be a band director like he was, you know. So that was uh, since middle school. I kind of knew that that's what I wanted to do, which is kind of rare, I think, you know, <laughs> for incredible. being at such a young age and knowing what I wanted to do, and that's that's what I did. That's that's super cool. So I didn't figure out what I wanted to do the first time until I was in my mid-20s, and it's changed several times since then. So that's <laughs> yeah. that's. My hat's off to you that, with that early direction, but I think I think uh, you know uh, God creates all of us differently, and He just sure. he gave you that passion, that gifting, and uh, you know who knew, just right away He He gave you that desire in your heart. So it's it's super cool. So For as sure. we're right now, tell us about where you're at right now with with music and, and career, teaching, etc. Definitely. So I took a little, um, you know. Uh, Maybe about this was uh, going back to 2006. In 2006, I got my master's in business. Uh, you know, been a music teacher, but I always had a little bug of business, wanted to learn about business. So I got my master's in business in around 2000, uh, yeah, 2007, 2008. Took a little detour from teaching. <coughs> Excuse me. And I got into uh, management. Was managing funeral homes and cemeteries actually for a, uh, this big corporation called Service Corporation International. They own a lot of uh, funeral homes and cemeteries in the United States. So that kind of took me uh, from South Florida to Houston to Arizona, relocated back home to the South Florida. Uh, and uh, that's basically uh, the reason why really is it was uh, kind of God did a, a little nudge, right? Saying, hey, focus on your family. And that nudge was... Um, being in a developmental pediatrician's office in Tucson, Arizona. Excuse me, Phoenix, Arizona. We lived in Tucson. And just realized that my kids needed uh, therapy because uh, one thing I haven't said yet, my three children have autism. But the two youngest are kind of more severely delayed. So uh, it was really for both of them, for the two youngest that I was uh, at the developmental pediatrician. Uh, from that from that meeting with with her, I uh, realized I needed to come back home. So I resigned. I gave everything up that uh, 
me, man, I was doing great in that company. I was uh, career-wise, I was advancing fairly fast, you know, fairly rapid. We had colleagues telling me, man, I got to the position you're in. It took me about 15 years, you know, so it was, I was really, it was like, you know, patting myself on the back, man, I'm doing great, you know, but uh, yeah, focusing on the family, uh, basically resigned that position I had in Arizona, came back home with uh, no job, no home, uh, exhausted uh, savings because the, the, that moving and everything was out of my pocket. And um, just started over, man. I, you know, was living with my in-laws for like six months, and just going from temporary job to temporary job. I landed in this job uh, uh, working for a Christian school, a Christian school teaching job. So I went back to education, mm-hmm. and I did that for about ten years. And during those ten years, uh, I really got closer to God. You know, and then really thinking and pondering what my purpose is because I felt, okay, I'm coming back to education. You know, I did all this business stuff. What should I be doing? Is this it? And I can say right now, Todd, that my purpose is in Christian education. Now, that's still a little bit broad, but I know that that's what I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be mentoring younger students in Christ, uh, you know, mentoring about Christ, pointing them to Christ, and just, uh, Sharing them, you know, life lessons that I've learned myself and just uh, sharing that with the hopes that they can maybe skip a few of the bumps that I, <laughs> that I, you know, came across along, you know, along the way and trying to prevent them from making those same mistakes that I did. Yeah. Um, so out of, out of all that pondering and stuff, you know, I, a, a passion has been uh, uh, birthed in my heart and that passion was to kind of like uh, minister to uh families and children that have special needs or kids that maybe just struggle academically. That's been a desire that was uh, birthed in my heart being in that school I was in. I, I, I was just, I guess, maybe more empathetic towards those students that struggle. And out of that was, uh, uh, you know, what was birthed out of that was a nonprofit that I have created called Gensaga Christian Educational Services. So I've using Gens, uh, created Gensaga from my three children, Genesis, took the G-E-N from Genesis, Sabrina, the S-A, and Gabriel, G-A, from Gabriel. So I put those three, Gensaga, and that's uh, the vision of that is just um, ministering to those students, uh, equipping them in Christ, but also helping them academically to, you know, help them achieve their potential, man, and that they can have, no matter what uh, struggles they have academically or physically, they can uh, they can thrive in this world, and that's that's kind of like what what I'm, I'm passionate towards. Uh, that's kind of like the project I'm working on. But right now, presently, I'm also I'm working at a small another private school. So I'm no longer at that school I, I was working at for ten years. I'm at a smaller Christian school, helping those kids that struggling academically, and then mm. God uh, placed me in a university. Palm Beach Atlantic University, mm. using my gift of music, and I'm the band director of uh, Palm Beach Atlantic University, and I have the privilege of also being a music professor. And what that means is just uh, training uh, future music leaders, you know, future music teachers or professional musicians. Yeah, <clears throat> that's what that's where I'm at. I'm what I'm doing right now, presently. That's fantastic! Awesome! Awesome! Um, 
if I can, I want to just go back to when when you made the decision to to walk away from corporate, right, and 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 move back to South Florida. I had to imagine. Well, I don't. I can't imagine how uh, the, your decision. If I had to do that, knowing me, there may be some some sense of resentment, but like just an inner battle, like the um, the unfairness of it, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, just yeah. how did you, how did you navigate that? How did you and your wife navigate it? Because um, I know I know there's folks out there listening that may be in the middle of something similar. So here you are on the other side of it. With a passion now, you, you you found your your true purpose, and you're passionate about it, and you're launching the school. So it's it's a it's a long ways removed from the day you decided to move home or move back to South Florida. Mm-hmm. So how did you right. navigate that? Can you just unpack that a bit? Navigating from uh, that corporate job I had, honestly, man, it was all about my kids, and it was like that's really what I think. There was just no question about it. I mean, I. I I don't think, uh, Todd, that I was really thinking about what am I going to do? What's going to be next? It was like, I know I'm doing the right thing for them right now. And that's, that's, I think was the whole drive. And, and I think, and not just that, but I think also I was doing God's will. And that gave me peace. Even when I went to my boss and I handed him that letter of resignation, I was at peace. He was like, you're crazy. You're going to ruin your career with this company. There's no management positions in Miami. We can't really offer you another, you know, we can't like transfer you over there because there's no positions, no management positions, you know, right now. So I was like, I got to do what I got to do, what is right for my family. And uh, I think God blessed that. I mean, there was was some challenges, of course. Um, But man, it was... um, yeah, the peace just comes from God that, you know, looking back, it was like, I know I did the right thing. And there's no doubt. And my wife and I were, you know, kind of same thing. It was just, we were at peace with it. Yeah. That's awesome. So as you, um, as you've raised the three, your three kids, all of them with autism, like mm-hmm. what are, what are some of the, I don't know, the challenges? Are, challenge isn't the right word, but as as you, hmm. Well, I mean, there there are challenges. So yeah, yeah. So so There's sure, several. just some, some of the challenges, and then and also how how you overcome them. Just as as you're uh, raising kids with special needs, there's yes, challenges. Yes. But how do you personally and you and your wife overcome them and stay united in that? If you yeah. Mm-hmm. If you, Anything along those lines? Definitely. Well, the first thing I know that, you know, now being Christians, we know, we just know that our kids are are a gift from God, you know? And uh, that's something that I know. Mm -hmm. And we know, I should say, both my wife and I. And we know, we've known that um, he makes no mistake, you know? Because what we we went through the uh, why season of our life right once we found out the diagnosis of our children my wife well really my wife i was at that time i was working we were in houston texas in katie texas suburb of, of houston when my wife gets um 
just finds out that all three have autism, you know. And she was like, what's going to be next? You're going to tell me my husband's <laughs> autism too. You know, it's just, <clears throat> so it was really, it was, I think it was more devastating for her. So she took that news uh, by herself. I was at work. Okay. Um, so it was very, that's, that's one of the challenges. Uh, of course, the next part after that is why if we prayed for our children, we prayed to God to bless us with children. Why are they struggling with this? Is this what a loving God does to his children? Because we were believers, mm -hmm. right? It could, I mean, we didn't stay with that mentality, but but that was kind of a thought in, in the season, right? Uh, but man, you know, it was just great how, how through that pain and through that grief, you get to experience God in a more intimate way than if everything was kind of like, you know, Everything was great, you know. Our, our, you know, we're not, we're not promised a happy, smooth uh, uh, life, right? Right. But that that has, I think, just we felt God's presence, man. It's just saying, you know, just feeling that hey, I got this, you know, you're good, uh, in His hands, and and that and that at, at times, you know, I share this. I can't. I can't have a conversation like we're having, not at the level we're having, but okay, just a, a conversation that, that a, a dad will have with his uh, teenage son or teenage daughter for the two youngest, for example. Uh, I, I can't, I don't have the privilege of having that conversation with my two youngest children. But I have faith. My faith's strong enough and I know and I believe that I serve a God that can heal my children, that, that that is possible. I don't just rest on that, but I, because I know also that there's a possibility that that may not happen here while we're here on this earthly life, and that's okay. So then, what gives me the hope and the strength is to know that one day, one day I'm going to have that conversation with my son. It might not be here on earth, but it's going to be in heaven, and that that that's really what what drives me. That's the hope that I have. That although there is challenges and I see that, you know, my son and my, my younger daughter are don't do things a typical child would do or can do, you know, but there there is a purpose for their for their life and I I know they're gonna be doing something in, in this world, you know, contributing. And it's just my job to help guide them that way and towards that. And, uh, and yeah, man, I'm just, uh, there's joy in our family, Todd. I mean, even though we have challenges, there is joy. And that joy only comes from a relationship with Christ. There, there's just no, no other way. No other way, man. Thanks for sharing all that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, so you mentioned how, um, you know, the, the life isn't without valleys. And, and what comes to mind is oftentimes it's, that's when, that's when God really shows up. Is, yeah. You know, when, when the pack is heavy, so to speak, when when you're carrying that weight, yeah. it's it's like um, when at least for me, like when I when I'm when I'm all out of meat, and I just gotta rely on him. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Throw my hands up, and I say, you know what? There's nothing. All I can do, really, is just love them how they are. Yeah, love them how they are. And then, you know, God will take care of, uh, you know, the rest. You know, there's all this stuff. There's responsibility, of course. 
but that's part of our love, right? Being responsible, guiding them, and doing the things that we need to do as parents, as as they're with us, you know. So, but that's it. That's 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 the the main thing is just love them, you yeah. know. And it's like it's just a picture, man, of brokenness in this world. You know, like we, you and I, are broken, right? And you know, and it's just uh, to know that uh that God rescued us and has transformed us and giving us that privilege of, of calling him, you know, or calling ourselves, identifying as a child of God. That's just amazing. You know, so I can't compare the love that I have for my kids with the love that God has for me, but it's just like a little glimpse of that love. You know, loving our kids no matter what, man, you know, no matter what the struggle is, no matter what the challenges are, what they're, what they're not able to do, uh, you know. So, and then that's one thing. I mean, if somebody out there is, is hearing, you know, hearing this, man, and what I can say is, you know, don't focus on what they can't, cannot do. Focus on what they can do because they each have their own unique things. Sabrina, for example, just a, week, a few weeks ago was participating in a pageant for special needs girls called Arc Broward. Arc Broward is an organization that helps special needs children, but the pageant, of course, is to kind of shine the light in, in special needs girls and just kind of celebrate them, you know, that there's the, the many things that they could do. There's girls there that were that paint, that dance, that Sabrina, of course, her thing was, you know, singing a Shakira song, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So that was that was her game. She loves to sing, man, and you know, music. It's 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 in it's in our life. Gabriel, for example, my youngest, my boy, he loves to build puzzles, man. He builds these two thousand, three thousand piece puzzle, and without laying them on the table, he just leaves them in the box, and he's picking one piece at a time and building that puzzle. I don't know how he does it, but <coughs> that's 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 what he that's what Gabriel does, and that's what he enjoys doing. You know, so so it's just great to just celebrate those uh, those wins in our children you know no matter no matter what the struggles or challenges are and i think that's uh healthier for for us as a family to do that yeah that's awesome thanks for sharing that uh and so sure. and from, from an outsider perspective i think about what you're doing and, and what you uh with jen saga with the with the mission of um of helping kids with challenges right to to get the type of education the quality education uh, that they that they deserve, and so you can't help but think that some of the challenges that you you have faced and and you and your wife have faced have God has used those to position you and give you a new heart to have to have an impact with other kids who are facing challenges. So, um, so on the grander scheme, it's going to be a blessing to many more people that that you sure. are you are. So. Definitely, that's and that's what we, my wife and I, realized is why. Well, the why come, you know, a few years why, so we can minister to families like us. So, I mean, who else is going to be able to sit down? Like in the school, for example, I was meeting with a mom, and she has a, an autism, an auti- a child with autism. He's in second grade. He's failed, I think, first grade a few times. And mom is like, you know, like, what am I going to do? Is it's going to be hope for him? I say, it's going to be hope for him, of course, you know. He's, uh, we got this mom. We could, you know, they're, they're going to do it. He's going to do it. And and I can say that with, with 
confidence because she knows that. I let her know. I said, listen, my three have autism. So I understand. I understand where you're coming from. So it's not just an educator saying, number one, what typically tends to happen is they focus on the negative. He's on, cannot do this, can't do that. Can't, well, hello, he's got a disability, you know? So let's see how we can uh, get those strengths that he has and build on that, you know, and help him with the, with the things that, he's, that, that they struggle with. So that's kind of like my purpose for, for those families and help those, those kids that, that are struggling. Through Ginsaga, I uh, you know, have a, a online, you mentioned the school, that's kind of a, something that I uh, would kind of just be, uh, you know, get the word out with about the online school, and that's uh, GensagaAcademy.com. Uh, but the reason why I, I started that, Todd, is uh, my, my oldest daughter, Genesis, after she finished her middle school, she she asked me if she wanted to be homeschooled, you know, so <clears throat> I was a few years back, about three years ago. She's a senior now, still homeschooled, and she's doing great because kids like her, you know, she's more what's called uh, maybe considered Asperger's, high-functioning autism. You know, she can speak, she can read, write. I mean, smart. I mean, very smart girl. Uh and she she wants to be a music educator like that as well too. <laughs> so she she's a singer. She's a singer. Uh, but yeah, but I I look at kids like her for example. When I asked her why did you want to be homeschooled, she told me, "Well, in middle school I had no friends. I uh, you know no kids would talk to me. It was really lonely. I didn't feel accepted. I felt rejected. On and on. I'm like, and so she didn't want to be in that environment. So." We, that's why we have their homeschool. So I'm thinking of kids like her, like Genesis, that would benefit maybe just focus on their education at home without all of the social distraction yeah. around them and be able to do that. Now, what people are going to say, well, Heather, how do, what do you do with socializing and all that? We found we found a program for her, you know, for uh, they, where they do drama, they do dance, and she's involved with other students. Uh, homeschoolers actually that kind of have embraced her from the first day she she started there. She felt embraced. She felt accepted. I, I dropped her off and I picked her up. She was, she was like, Dad, what a difference. These kids made me feel uh, uh, accepted and welcome on the first day. I like this. I want to keep doing this. I said, all right, great. So that's what we've been doing for the past three years for Genesis and she's been thriving in music and doing musicals and singing and dancing and stuff like that so it's been it's great man so you know i am i'm a type of parent that said you know when it comes to that question of socializing my students through school i'd rather get her away from the so from a negative socialization that's gonna that's going to be a hindrance to her emotionally and let's just pull him out of that give him the education at home and she likes it she, it's a good fit for her she's just there she's Concentrated on the schoolwork, she's not being distracted by other nonsense in the classroom, and she's thriving in that environment. And that's what we've done. So that's the kind of student that I want to help, the kind of family that I that I want to help. That's why I started the uh, Gen Saga uh, Pathway Academy. Alberto, that is awesome. You said something a little bit ago that I think applies to all of us. Um, don't don't spend too much time focusing on what you can't do. Let's figure out. Let's look at what you can do, and whether that's you or me. Uh, you know, yeah. wherever we can serve, wherever we can help, what can we do today uh, to, to have a little bit of an impact and just go do that. So yeah, exactly. 
So thank you. Um, so could you yep. give us that website one more time for folks that want to reach out to you, learn more about Gensaga, support you in any way, or just connect with oh, you? Oh, sure. Best way to do that. Definitely. Gensagaacademy.com. That's G-E-N-S-A-G-A academy.com. Fantastic. All right. So, Alberto, before we go, if what what is one important or impactful question that you would leave with our listeners? What should we be thinking about? A question that I would leave with the listeners. Uh, yep. hmm, something for them to question or yep. like something that, that we should okay. be asking ourselves. Okay. All right. Uh, I think it's, uh, we talked about this kind of yesterday, yesterday, right? Uh, in our meeting there is uh, identify a need in your sphere, you know, uh, where it's in your job, in your community, in your church. And then that's, so that's one. The number two is, so it's uh, like, what is your gift or maybe even passion? I, I think if we see a need and that kind of like bothers us that that need is not being fulfilled, that's kind of like a little nudge like, hey, maybe it's, you know what, maybe I'm the person to come up with that solution or maybe bring it up. So I, I, that's kind of just question. What need is there in our community or your sphere and what can you do about it? Because sometimes what we do is like we see the needs and it's like, how come nothing is being done about it? We're pointing fingers. How come that church, how come that pastor, how come what can I do? So find a need and how can we be a part of the solution? <clears throat> Fantastic. Alberto, I've, this has been just a pleasure to visit with you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on today. This is thank great. You. Yeah. Uh, Listen, you're welcome. Listeners, thank you so much for, for tuning in and taking the time. Whatever grand vision you've been given, whatever dream God has put on your heart, remember, you can. Until next time, be bold, be humble, stay healthy, stay hopeful, and live life strong. Peace to you. Well, thank you so much for listening. For even more on turning trials into triumphs and seeking and embracing success, go to toddhalls.life. That's toddhalls.life. And I look forward to serving you. Until next time, be strong, be bold, be humble. Stay healthy, stay hopeful. Peace to you.